When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and uh, welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. I hope you all enjoyed uh, Labor Day weekend. Hopefully it was a long weekend for you. Um, uh, It's now Tuesday, September 6th, and this is your host, uh, Eric Steven. Uh, Back for some roundup of Dodgers news. Uh, I guess we could start with uh, the most recent game, Monday night. Um, Andrew Heaney has had a home run problem of late, and it uh, was... uh, at its worst against the Giants. Um, he allowed four home runs to the Giants, who I think had four home runs over their last ten games. Um, total of six runs. Um, all the home runs came in the in the third and the fourth. Um, Heaney's allowed ten home runs over his last four starts. It's, it's weird because, you know, he's pitched reasonably well. Like, he leads the club in... In strikeout rate, he has, um, I think it's uh, 36, 35 strikeouts over his last um, uh, four starts. Not really walking anyone, but he's just allowing too many home runs. It's 10 over his last four starts, and that's just not, you just can't really, what can you do with that, right? Like, uh, it's not dire to the point of, like, um, you know, if the playoffs started today, like, obviously it would be an issue, but um, you have to see what the Dodgers' options are, and that's basically what September's for. Um, they have uh, – their path to the playoffs is pretty clear at this point. They're going to clearly win the division. They're almost certainly going to get a bye, probably going to be the one seed. Um, so it's just about figuring out, especially on the pitching side, who's healthy, who's productive, he still has like four or five more starts to turn things around in that regard. And like you said, the stuff's obviously there, but he's just leaving too many balls middle, middle. He's given up home runs in the past. That was his big issue with the angels. And then partially with the Yankees last year. So this is not anything new, but yeah, that's a problem. Cause on one hand you're like, I don't know if Heaney was going to start for the Dodgers in the postseason. Like obviously that nothing's been decided, but you could see him like being like a, at the very least, like a um, a very strong like uh, two to three inning guy, you know, just sort of maximizing his stuff. Or maybe you, if everyone's healthy, is do they sort of piggyback Heaney and May? There, there's all sorts of combinations. But if he's giving up home runs, I don't know what you can do uh, with him, and you're just kind of playing with dynamite at that point. Don't really know, but there's still, like you said, plenty of time. It, it really depends on uh, the various injured pitchers sort of working their way back. Um, since we last left you, uh, Friday was a day of uh, MRI exams for the Dodgers. So on one hand, uh, you had Tony Gonsolin, who had a setback uh, after getting placed on the injured list and uh, might miss more than two starts. 
um, with his uh, forearm inflammation and uh, bruised our Gratterall uh, went on the injured list as well with elbow inflammation. So both MRIs, I guess, came out clean. Both are throwing again. That's like the good news. But now it's just a matter of like waiting until they're ready. So who, who really knows? Then you have the, the sort of rehabbers. Um, Blake Trinan was activated Friday. He's looked pretty good um, in his first two starts back or two, two games back. Um, other other guys who are on the 60-day injured list are Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy, and um, Tommy Canely. All are pitching in Oklahoma City right now. So within the next like couple weeks, um, their rehab assignments will be up and decisions will have to be made. And um, They also lost uh, David Price to the injured list with a wrist thing over the weekend. He's trying to make it back. Yancy Almonte's on the injured list. He's trying to make it back. He's I think he's in the bull throwing bullpen stages at this point. So, like, in the next two weeks, they should figure out, like, um, have a good idea who's going to be healthy. And then it's just a matter of picking and choosing and finding out which which of those pitchers are going to be ones you're going to use in October. So, uh, Gonsolin's the big fish there, obviously. Like, he, he really helps um, slotting him into one of those first three games in a series um, to start. And it, it sort of helps alleviate any sort of issues on the back end uh so we'll see what's happening with him but again it was a bad start for Heaney I don't know if it's a death knell um there's still time to turn it around but um he's definitely gonna have to or else it's gonna be it's gonna be rough in October um the Dodgers lost to the Giants on Monday uh thanks to the home runs they also hit one off Justin Brule um who was brought up, pitched the last two innings. Uh, I think the they were down two uh, going into the ninth. I think that was kind of a save the save the bullpen outing a little bit for him. Uh, but, yeah, um, the Dodgers had chances to score. Uh, Freddie Freeman actually hit a two-run homer earlier. Austin Barnes homered. He's been hitting really well since, like, the beginning of August. I think he has also three home runs in his last seven starts, so that's been a nice positive sign. Um, and... Freeman's home run, he's had a weird year. So he's leading the majors in hits and doubles. Uh, but that was his first home run since August 15th. So this snapped a string of 87 plate appearances without a home run. Um, in that time, he was reasonably productive, like he hit over 300. Uh, he also had six doubles in that time. But before that August 15th home run, he also had uh, another 87 plate appearance streak without a home run before in between his last one, also with six doubles. So I just found that really odd. doesn't mean anything necessarily. He's having an overall pretty great year at the plate. Uh, he has 17 home runs, 43 doubles. So I'm sure he's going to hit over 20 home runs at some point. Um, uh, the, the chase for 50 doubles is on. Uh, we'll, uh, probably, I'm sure we'll talk about that as he gets closer. Uh, no L.A. Dodgers ever hit 50 doubles in a season, so that's something to watch. Um, on the position player front, Injury-wise, Gavin Lux got a cortisone shot in his neck over the weekend. He played all three games in the Mets series, didn't play any of the Padres series, and then he's not expected to play any of this Giants series. So that'll be at least six games out. He also missed four games with this neck issue um, about a week and a half ago. Um, so it's a, it's a thing. And So he might play this weekend when the Dodgers are playing the Padres again, this time in San Diego. Um it's one of those where he's already missing so much. Like, 
you would think, why don't they just put him on the injured list? They've, they've done this in the past where they don't pinch hit a lot. They don't um, platoon, really. I mean, outside of a couple spots. Um, and so it's not an issue of, like, I think they're just weighing it where they're hoping that Lux gets back in on the back end there where they could have put him on the injured list, like, today, on Monday, or I guess this yesterday, Monday, um, and had him miss 10 games. And they're banking on him being available in, in those last four games. But rather than, like, having, uh, like, say, Edwin Rios up or James Outman up, like, there, I don't, maybe Rios they would pinch hit uh, in, in late game situation, but definitely not Outman. So it, it, it's one of those, are, is the person they're going to bring up really going to play that much? So I think they're just, it, it's not, they view it as not much of a cost because of that and uh, trying um, to get Gavin Lux sometime within that 10-day time frame. But we'll see. I'm sure they're, they're not going to rush it because, again, obviously preparing for October uh, he's been a key, key part of their lineup, doing really well. Um, we will talk about another uh, recent development. The development's not the right word, sort of a trend uh, this year, and my thoughts on it after the break. Okay, so let, let's talk about position players pitching. Um, it used to be an occasional treat. Uh, you'd see it usually at the end of a blowout or possibly in extra innings back when extra inning games could occasionally go super deep, like, you know, 15, 16 innings or something. It seemed cool when it happened every once in a while. Um, one of the most memorable, game, memorable games of my life that I ever watched was uh, Dodgers-Astros in 1989 at the Astrodome. The game lasted 22 innings. Um, uh, Oral Hershiser, um pitched seven scoreless and he didn't even start that game uh and it so it goes 22 innings it got to the point where the dodgers used third baseman jeff hamilton to pitch the final two innings uh and in that move uh they moved first baseman eddie murray to third base to cover hamilton and they they were out of um bench players so they inserted Fernando Valenzuela, a pitcher who I think pitched the day before, um, and re- rather than put him at third, you know, they put him at first, uh, a position they felt he could field more cleanly than third, and I'm, I'm sure that's a, that's a correct assumption. Um, however, the game-winning hit was a line drive just over uh, Fernando Valenzuela's head uh, at first base, and uh, Fernando Valenzuela listed at 5'11" three inches short, uh, shorter than Eddie Murray. So, uh, yeah. But, again, even though it was a lot, still memorable game, Hamilton was actually pitching pretty well, especially for a position player. But, again, that was like a freak occurrence. It was appreciated more for its rarity than anything. But then, like, over the last few years, it's, this has been, like, a real lesson in diminishing returns. Like, they've just been, like, jamming position players pitching down our throats. Like, hey, isn't this cool? Isn't this cool? Isn't this cool? Well, after like the 17th time, it doesn't seem that cool. Um, so some backstory here. At the start of two, uh, 2019, um, after a sort of uptick in position players pitching, um, uh, the league, MLB, and um, the Players Association agreed on some rule changes, including not allowing position players to pitch before extra innings unless the margin was at least six runs. 
Now, that was relaxed to five runs uh, in 2020 and 2021 um, during the pandemic. And then that rule sort of, um, you know, it came about because of an uptick. From 2010 to 2017, there was an average of only 19 position players pitching per year across the entire uh, MLB. In 2018, before the rule came in, it happened 65 times. And then uh, with the rule, uh, it seemed to almost embolden teams. Um, From 2019 to 2021, the average was 89 times per season. That's if you normalize. It's per 162 because 2020 was a shortened season, so I sort of accounted for that in the average. This year, we're already at 113 times a position players pitched. Um, so what was notable, I thought, um, in 20, 2020 and 2021, every position player pitching. Now, just as an aside, Shohei Otani counts as a two-way player. He's not in any of these numbers, um, just so you know. Um, but every position player pitching in those two years, 20 and 21, th- that, those came in a loss. Um, if you go back to 2019, there were actually uh, five uh, pitchers who pitched in wins. Three of them were by Russell Martin with the Dodgers that year. Uh, one was a memorable game with the Orioles, a 16-inning game. Steve Wilkerson, an outfielder, uh, he actually got the save uh, in a 16-inning game. Um, so that was pretty cool. Hanser Alberto, uh, for the Orioles in that 16-inning game, played third base. He did not pitch, uh, but he did have four hits. Um he uh, Alberto pitched did pitch earlier in uh, that year in 2019 in April. He got another mound appearance with the Royals last year in 2021. <laughs> this year with the Dodgers, he's pitched eight times. Um, that is apparently a major league record for a position player in a season. Again, uh, Otani counting as a two-way player. I saw a note about like um, it doesn't count players like Brooks Kieschnick or something like that and. But if you look back at Brooks Kieschnick, he seems to be someone who was a, a position player first and then switched to pitching. Um, so by the time he was pitching, he wasn't really also playing the outfield. So even he wouldn't have even like qualified under this because he just didn't. He wasn't a position player by then. So, but just as a note, it, eight times is a lot for one uh, pitcher, one position player to pitch. Um, so. The fun, I guess, the fun part of it, uh, or the what does stand out, he did strike out Josh Bell looking and seeing the sort of the dugout go nuts after that. Uh, earlier in the game, uh, after he entered as a third baseman in place of Justin Kerner, Alberto also tripled. Uh, he's the first Dodgers reserve to hit both a triple and get a strikeout while pitching in a game since Larry Sherry in 1960. Um, if you look back, uh, even ignoring the um, the strikeout part, the last Dodger relief pitcher to hit a triple in a game was um, Dave Stewart in 1981. <laughs> so it's been a while. Um, but most importantly, uh, Alberto has pitched in wins in seven of his eight appearances. So the Dodgers are having an historic season. They lead uh, Major League Baseball in blowout wins. Um, and he's he's been sort of um, at the end of a lot of them. I guess my biggest beef with position players is just how it's been weaponized and overused a little bit. It just happens so often, so it seems like it's not cool anymore. I also uh, have a fundamental problem with just how often, like, an eight-pitcher or sometimes nine-pitcher now with September rosters, uh, how an eight-pitcher bullpen needs saving. 
but again, I'm also willing to admit that uh, this is probably my bias of growing up when teams sometimes used between like 12 and 18 pitchers for the entire season rather than 30 plus every single year. Um, so maybe there's something more, I guess, noble or daring, as it were, to use in using a position player to close out a win. I don't know. Um, are these games really in doubt? Uh, I mean, because Alberto, uh, in the games he's entered uh, with a lead, uh, the leads are 13 twice, 10 twice, 11, 9, and 8. So I, I wonder at what point... Uh, after how many runs would he have to give up to get removed? I would imagine it would be like not tying run on base, but like maybe tying run on deck or something like that. Or maybe maybe it's not even that far. But I'm he hasn't done it yet. He, he's pitched pretty well. But just as a note, it, it, it what Alberto's doing is pretty rare. So this year, uh, 16 of the 113 position player pitching games um, have come in wins. That's just like 14%. It's, it's not a lot. And Alberto counts for seven of those 16. Um, so I guess for my taste and for whatever that means, uh, Alberto's appearances have been a little more interesting because of that. But if anything, um, with the infield defense uh, from Alberto all year, the dugout antics, uh, the, the funny sort of meme type things that always seem to come up with him, and now the pitching appearances – uh, Hanser Alberto's season in review post is going to be one of the wilder ones we've ever seen. Uh, but that's a time uh, to read in November or December, whenever that goes up. There's still a lot of baseball to be played um, this week especially. Uh, we'll talk more about it later this week. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>